0: I think we can all agree that it's hard to choose a paint color. It can be very confusing and overwhelming because there are literally thousands of choices and the samples are so microscopic. But don't worry, in today's episode I'll walk you through four easy steps that I use to get a much better idea of what a paint color will look like on a larger scale and this will help you choose the perfect paint colors for your home. You're listening to the Before You Build podcast. If you're dreaming of building a custom home or you're ready to start planning right now, this show is your one-stop shop for actionable home building tips that will help you design a home that makes your family and your wallet happy for years to come. I'm Carrie, a Midwestern mom who designed my own custom home from the ground up, inside and out. I cracked the code on how to bring my dream home to life while sticking very close to budget. And now I'm here to teach you everything I learned along the way so that you, too, end up with a cozy, beautiful home that is perfect for your family. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome back to the Before You Build podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Barker, aka Caroline on Design. And today in episode 34, I'm sharing my fairly foolproof method for how to choose a paint color for any room in your home. This four step method is easy to follow and the best part is that you'll feel great about the final color when it's up on your wall. Real quick, I'm gonna give you the four steps and then we'll go into a little more detail about each step. Step one is to gather your paint color inspiration. Step two, narrow down your color choices. Step three, create a large paint sample. Step four, tint your primer. So those are the four steps to choose a paint color. Let's start with step one, gather paint color inspiration. Anytime you're choosing a paint color for your home, start by looking for color inspiration anywhere that you like to find design inspiration. For me, that's Pinterest usually or Instagram, but you might like design magazines or Google images or even in real life when you're at a friend's house or family member's house and you see a wall color that you like. Wherever you get inspired, start there and make a list of potential paint colors that you think might work for your home. Do keep in mind that what looks great on your iPhone or your computer screen or an edited magazine photo or even in someone else's home might look very different in your home. So that is why it's super important that you follow the rest of the steps that I'm going to talk about today. Step two is to narrow down your color choices. After gathering some pink color inspiration, it's time to narrow down that inspiration and make a list of potential colors for your home. What I do to narrow down my color options and to make sure a color looks good in my home is that I choose my top five, 10, maybe even 20, however many colors that I want to test out I choose those colors and I order a peel and stick paint sample of each color. Now I use Samplize paint samples two episodes ago. I think it was episode 32. I did a full review of Samplize and you can go back and listen to that. But I have personally tested these peel and stick samples in my home and the color is spot on. So you can rest assured you're getting an accurate look at the paint colors that you're wanting to test out. And once you've tested out this five, 10, 20, however many colors you wanted to test out, then it's time to narrow down even further and choose your top two or three paint color choices, and then move on to the next step. So step three is to create a large paint sample. The reason this step is so important is because you wanna see the paint color on a larger scale so that you can get a much better idea of how it will look when your entire wall is covered in paint. Now you have two options when it comes to creating a large paint sample. Option one is to use poster board or a drywall remnant, or you can even just paint directly on the wall. But what you'll want to do is purchase a sample size of each of your desired colors from a local paint retailer. I'm not sure what the smallest size is, but I feel like a lot of paint now comes in little sample sizes. So purchase that for each color. And then you'll want to purchase some large white poster board sheets. You can find that just about anywhere, Walgreens, Target, probably Walmart, wherever. And you can use those as your canvases. Or another even better option is to use drywall remnants if you happen to have them lying around your house. And again, you also have the option to simply paint directly on your walls This freaks me out, but I know a lot of people like to do this just to kind of see what a color looks like on their wall. So you can use the poster board, the drywall remnant, or paint on your wall. But the point is, do a sample for each of the paint colors that you've narrowed down to. And I suggest applying two coats of the paint color so that you get a good idea of how the finished color will look in real life. The other option, if you don't want to go to the paint store, buy the messy paint, paint on the walls or paint on the drywall, whatever. The other option is to go the mess-free and what I think is an easier route and purchase multiple peel-and-stick paint samples of the same color and place them on the wall together like a puzzle so that you can create one large sample. For example, if you like Benjamin Moore White Dove, purchase four samples of that, or two, four, however many, and put them on the wall like a puzzle so that you can see on a bigger scale what that color will look like. Either option is great, whether you use real paint to make a sample or you create a sample based on putting peel and stick paint samples together. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's just a matter of your preference. If you like working with real paint, go for that. If you're like me and you prefer the mess-free experience of peel and stick samples, go that route. But either way, you need to view your larger paint samples in both natural and artificial lighting, as well as in different parts of the room, because paint color can vary significantly in various lighting. So if you're painting on the wall, this is why my least favorite choice is actually painting samples on the wall, because you want to see what that color looks like on the other side of the room. And if you do this on a drywall remnant, or you do this on poster board, or you have peel and stick paint samples that if you read my review, you'll see that you can peel them off the wall and stick them somewhere else. When you do that, instead of painting the wall, you can move your samples around the house, the room, and see what the color looks like in different areas. Now, most of my listeners and readers are building a home. So if you're building a home and you don't yet have walls in your home, that's okay. You can use your samples and just test them out in your current home. It's not going to be the most ideal situation because the lighting might be different, but go ahead and test in the home you're in right now. If you already have walls, definitely test in that home. Or if you're you know, just repainting a room in your existing home, then you don't have a problem there. The bottom line is just make sure you look at the samples in different lighting. And once you decide on your winning color, it's time to go to step four, which is tint your primer. This little tip is a game changer. I learned this one. I don't even know where I learned this, but I used it and I'm so glad I did. So tinting your primer, all you have to do is ask your painter to tint the wall primer with your desired paint color so that once your walls are primed, you're gonna have a really good idea of how the paint color is going to look on your walls. It's gonna be a very subdued version of the color, but it'll give you an idea. Then if you end up hating the color, it's okay because it's just a primer. You can choose a different color and you can paint right over it, it's not a big deal. That's exactly what I did in my home years ago. I thought I wanted Manchester tan. I don't even know where I saw that, probably in a magazine at that time. But I wanted Manchester tan in all the main rooms of our house. So I had our painter tint our primer to the Manchester tan color or, you know, like a subdued version of the color. And they put the color up on the walls and it was horrible, horrible. It was like yellow. If you like yellow, I'm sorry, but I do not like yellow on walls and it was yellow. I hated it, but it was no big deal I because it was just primer. So I chose another color, which ended up being Sherwin-Williams Accessible Beige. I chose that and they painted over the primer and I never looked back. It was all great. So I did the same thing with one of my daughter's bedrooms. I chose a pink color that I thought looked great on the little teeny tiny paint chip. And when I had the painter's tint the primer to be a subdued version of this pink, it was blinding. It was so bad. And I love pink and I have girls. So, you know, when they were younger, we had a lot of pink in our house, but this was too pink, but it wasn't a big deal because it was just primer. So I chose another pink paint that wasn't quite as bright and it just worked out perfectly. We painted it right over that primer, so it wasn't a big deal. So there you have it. These are my four steps to choose the perfect paint color for my home, and this will work for you as well. Let's go over the steps again. Step one is to gather your paint color inspiration. Step two, narrow down your paint colors. Step three, create a larger paint sample, whether that be drywall remnant, poster board, or peel-and-stick paint samples. And step four is to tint your primer your desired color. Following these steps does take a little time, but I promise you that the result, which is a paint color you actually love on your walls, is definitely worth the extra time. So be sure to follow these steps the next time you need to choose a paint color for your existing home or your future dream home that you're building. Again, I have personally tested and love Sample Peel and Stick Paint Samples, and you can learn all about this amazing product in episode 32, two episodes ago, my Sample Peel and Stick Paint Sample Review. All right, friend, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, it would be awesome if you could take a minute to rate and review the Before You Build podcast. By doing this, you are personally helping me reach even more people who are ready to build the home of their dreams. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week. Same place, same time. Bye.